This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Our number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander, Wyatt Tomchek, still in the chair for the vacation in Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine. I'm surviving. I went to bed a little early yesterday. What's early for you? 11 o'clock. I, I missed your text, your last text you sent me. So I woke up With to all the, the stats. That yeah, I all the you. stats. Here, Wyatt, this will keep you busy. So when I woke up this morning, I'm like, all right, got to roll out of bed and get these uh, sent in. I sent you all those like XFIP and FIP and WAR and all those things for all those pictures for the first segment. And Brent used to say that to producers. Brent Musburger would be like, that'll keep him busy for a while, lad. That's <laughs> <laughs> so great. He would sort of send that as he would walk out. Uh, this hour, still to come, Will Hill, his baseball plays of the day. He's got no less than four plays, talking about totals and prop bets. Coming up with Will, Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke, his baseball plays of the day, and he's betting all kinds of random stuff in the overnight. So we'll get into uh, all that in the weeds with Jason from under a cloud of smoke, as I mentioned, and Matt Brown, not only Rocket Mortgage Classic golf thoughts, but some of his football bets uh, that are in the betting guide as well. But first, speaking of our VEASAN betting guide, which is out tomorrow, tomorrow, 24 hours away, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It is out earlier than ever before. It will give you a chance to actually digest a lot of the football information. If we if we put out the guide too late, um, I don't know how much time can really be spent absorbing and then translating that into bets, but this gives you an opportunity to do so. And Mike Pritchard, integral to it all. Of all the people who contributed, he's the only one who played the game, as Howard Cosell used to say. Um, Mike Pritchard, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Wyatt is shaking his head. Is that not correct? Oh, got Sean, Sean King gave a little bit. Too. Sean King is in yeah, there. So I don't, I don't oh, apologies to Sean King. My God. Let me apologize in advance to Sean King. But Mike Pritchard uh, is here with us. You can follow him on Twitter at M.I. Pritchard. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. There's a lot of interest in this uh, uh, pro football betting guide. It's crazy across the country doing a lot of uh, appearances on behalf of VSIN and, and certainly uh, trying to get the word out about this guide. It's fantastic. Yeah. Before we get into what, what you talked about in the guide, you're doing a top 20 wide receiver countdown with Lombardi. Is that what you're doing? Uh, yeah, we did that yesterday. We revealed uh, 20 through 16, uh, which was fantastic. Um, not controversial, I don't think. Uh, you know, I, I kind of stayed within um, parameters, certain parameters. So the first five that I revealed were strong number twos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, like the T Higgins of the world, Devontae Smith, um, Tyler Lockett, uh, Jalen Waddle. I mean, I, all I these can, guys. Yeah, really, I can list them here. Devontae yeah. was 20. Jalen Waddle yep. was 19. Brandon Ayuk was 18. T Higgins, yep. 17. And Tyler Lockett, 16. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the potential of some of those guys to become number one if the number one wide receiver went down. Um, I mean, for instance, Jalen Waddle averaged over 18 yards of reception. I mean, that's incredible. Devonta Smith is a, is a first down making machine opposite of AJ Brown. And then Ayuk, you know, when Debo was hurt, I mean, Ayuk stepped up for the 49ers. And uh, I think that's a, that's a luxury to have a, a strong number two, uh, be able to complement your number one playmaker on the field there. Yeah, I mean, listen, let me just say this, Pritch. If uh, Terry McLaurin's not in the top 15, you and I are going to have to have a discussion about uh, what's going on. <laughs> well, you got to wait and see. Yeah, you got to wait and see. see. That's on the uh, Lombardi <laughs> line with Mike Pritchard. Okay, uh, as far as the uh, the betting guide, again, which comes out tomorrow is concerned, you talked about uh, several different topics, one of which has to do with how you feel the whole Sean Payton-Russell Wilson thing is going to go now that those two are united in Denver. How do you feel? What is your sense of how this is going to go? Russell Wilson coming off, you know, clearly the worst year of his career and Sean Payton now back in coaching. Yeah. You know, football is such a structured sport, Gil. It's the ultimate team game as everybody knows. And uh, without structure, you're not going to get a lot of production. And, and I, th- Oh, we lost bridge bridge on the freeze right there. And the answer was just so good. We ought to tune into the NFL betting guide. <laughs> That's right. You'll have to pick up the NFL betting guide to find out where Pritch was going to that. Now, what it sounded like on that preamble, and you'll, you'll correct me if I'm wrong here, why it sounded like he was going to be bullish on this, but we don't know. We'll have to pick up the betting guide uh, on this with Mike Pritchard, who, and again, apologies to Sean King, because yes, there were two former players who have contributed. Sean King, of course, who does uh show every afternoon here on VEASAN with Tim Murray. So he's contributed to the, uh, to the betting guide as well. Again, vison.com slash subscribe. It is out tomorrow. And uh, Pritch joins us once again. We have uh, re- reconnected with him. You were saying, yes, sir, about that. Sean Payton and yes. Russell, Will- Russell Wilson. Yes. Yeah, the Sean Payton, he's a, he's a guy who's got the credibility, right? I mean, he's already won a Super Bowl. We know that. He's going to be the adult in a room. He's already asserted himself uh, that way with his opening press conference and not acquiesce and give uh, certain players what they want. Um, and, and Russell Wilson was one of those players that was searching for a franchise or a team that was going to give him everything he wanted, you know, and it's ultimate team game. Uh, and Russell Wilson is going to have to be the ultimate team player going forward. And, and I think Sean Payton has uh, the power, the authority uh, and certain, like, like I mentioned, the credibility uh, to get that conveyed across to Russell Wilson and the rest of the Denver Broncos. And, and if that's the case, I mean, they're a talented roster. They went out in free agency and bought, uh, a lot of talented players. We'll see if it can mesh and come all together. Uh, but Russell Wilson is a, is a guy that really needs to change his ways and become the ultimate team player once again in order to help this franchise. Yeah, like with Washington, they've, the defense is solid, man. Like if they could yeah. just score some points on the offensive side. Uh, so it sounds like you're you're fairly bullish. Like you have a you have optimism for that to work out. Um, is that correct? You that would be a good characterization well, of it. Maybe a wait and see approach okay. um, because there is a lot of upside there uh, and upside. I don't mean win the division. I mean, maybe surprise people. Uh, you know, you look at a win total situation or, or if an, uh, they're an underdog and in, in, in a considerable amount of games and know there's schedules out and you know, you can bet every game right now if you want to, but I think things are going to change certainly. Uh, but it's a, it's a quarterback friendly offense. Uh, it's a skilled position, friendly offense. 
And, and if they're sound in the trenches, uh, and like you mentioned, that defense can still continue uh, how they've been playing the last few years, uh, I, I think the upside is is a nice situation for the Denver Broncos. Okay, and I'm contractually obligated to ask you about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. You do think <laughs> this goes well. I do. Uh, I'm bullish. That's that's the situation I'm bullish on. Um, not not too bullish, but yeah, I think the Jets and, and Aaron Rodgers uh, with a Hall of Fame quarterback in waiting that is also um, – uh, you know, motivated, extra motivated. It's the Peyton Manning effect. It's Tom Brady, right? It's Warren Moon. It's it's Brett Favre. It's it's all these Hall of Fame. Even Philip Rivers, I think, he'll be a Hall of Famer one day. Uh, when they change to go to another team uh, because of the other situation with their former team, uh, these guys that are highly motivated, they seem to get the job done. Meaning, making the playoffs. Okay, so I've asked you some form of this over the summer, but I want to get the uh, the pre guide release thought on this. The team that okay. you feel will be the biggest surprise to the positive is Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. I, I've been um, uh, on Atlanta Falcons a little bit. I, you know, Will Hill actually. Um, he's a guy that brought the attention to me, and you know that that was contingent on Lamar Jackson. Like, imagine if Lamar Jackson would have went to Atlanta. I mean, come on, right? In NFC, uh, but that didn't happen. Uh, but Atlanta has built this roster that is incredible uh, from a skill position standpoint. Uh, from inside the trenches standpoint, defensively, they've added a lot of veteran players. I think that secondary uh, is really going to fly around and help out, uh, you know, keeping teams out of the end zone and scoring. The back end of their schedule to Gil uh, is so Atlanta Falcon friendly for being a dome team. Uh, maybe a couple cold weather games, December, and I want to say January, early January. But outside of that, well, yeah, with the Bears right there, uh, outside of that, I, I mean, that is a that is a dome-friendly schedule back into that schedule uh, for the Atlanta Falcons there. They got a late bye, too. Uh, and then they got Heineke, a guy that you're familiar with, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, if, if Ritter is stumbling and, and fumbling and bumbling, uh, then I, I, I think you can go with the gunslinger uh, with Heineke out there and feel very comfortable about that. There is never anything wrong with the phrase, Mike. And then they got Heineke because <laughs> right. that is always a, a comforting thing. Listen, he's one of these guys. If, if he does get in, arm strength is always a problem. That's always going to be the thing. He's not going to be able to hurl it 80 yards downfield. But, man, he's got some gumption, and he makes some plays. Right. And so, yeah, he's uh, – some would say rabbit's foot uh, as well, but uh, – he absolutely uh, has shown himself to be far better than ex- any expectation of him would have uh, projected. And then the team that you feel now, I think people are familiar with you calling Atlanta the biggest surprise. Yeah. This might surprise people, though. Your your biggest disappointment that you anticipate. And it's already started. Um, it's Buffalo. You know, before the Stephon Diggs stuff, um, uh, I was uh, suggesting that Buffalo was due for a regression. I mean, this is a team that I, I won't say they went all in, but they really primed themselves for a Super Bowl run uh, and almost got there. I mean, you sign in a Von Miller like that, you know, as late as they did, he got he got injured and the draft choices that they had to, uh, they really had a nice window. I, I want to say last year or the year before, maybe the year before that as well with Josh Allen. Now it's more the same with Buffalo. And I think that window is closing. Like if you look at their defense, Ooh. they're no longer dynamic. Uh, they're older. They're old. Uh, and they've lost uh, uh, some good, pretty good playmakers, I believe, uh, in terms of what made that defense work. Frazier is not going to be there. He's co- McDermott's going to be distracted as head coach calling the defense now. Uh, he hasn't done that in a number of years. And then also offensively, outside of Stephon Diggs, they lack this killer instinct. They, last, they lack this physicality that you need to have 
uh, in the playoffs and throughout the playoffs. So I think it's more of the same. They drafted a pass catching tight end uh, to add to all the pass catchers that they have out there. And they still lack that, that killer instinct and, and, and that physicality that is needed. So I, I think they're due for regression big time this year. If in fact their window is, is closing Mike and they, and they, you know, years from now they look back and, and it's still no Super Bowl titles. I wonder if the average Buffalo Bill fan will look back at the four Super Bowls lost or the epic playoff game against Kansas City a couple years back as the bigger what could have been. You know, like, oh, I mean, just man. the disappointment of of both of those eras, if that is, yeah. in fact, to be the case. Well, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Buffalo, they cannot excuse this one away. They, they had some great opportunities recently. All right, Mike, always interesting, and uh, appreciate your contributions to the betting guide as always. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Gil. Y'all have a great day. You too. Mike Pritchard, everybody, at MI Pritchard on Twitter, VEASAN's own. Mike Pritchard, nicest guy ever, by the way. It should always be pointed out. On the other side, Will Hill. He's got four baseball plays on the day. We'll get to him next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. the sports betting network before you make your next bet be sure to visit visa.com to check the current betting splits data splitting bets want to know where the money and bets are moving every game well the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion you can check out not just today's action but future events as well betting splits yet another way that visa is here to make you smarter better year-round check them out all of today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. This gentleman is VEASAN's own as well. VEASAN contributor Will Hill. You can follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill with always a plethora of opinions and bets. How you doing, Will? Uh, I'm okay. Usually I get to relax for the first few minutes of these hits because you do the reading tweets and I just get to chill and just come in and, you know, pitch a six inning game instead of a nine inning game, but I'm good. What's going on? <laughs> so what you're suggesting is, is that I, I uh, artificially truncate your segments. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Is that what, was that what I read through right there? Right there? Yeah. No, I'm okay. I, okay. I can endure through the, I think we got nine fifty three left in the segment. I'm going to make it. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. First of all, do you agree with, uh, do you agree with my assessment there in the first segment that, uh, 
you know, I, I really think Spencer Strider at plus 750 represents value in the NL Cy Young, whereas Tom Tango's formula right now has Marcus Stroman as the best value. Where do you stand in the NL Cy Young market in general? Yeah, I absolutely think it's Strider. He had a couple hiccups uh, a few weeks back. He had a bad start against the Tigers. I think it was the Mets that hit him around, but he's bounced back. He's on the best team, which doesn't hurt. He got maybe snubbed last year for rookie of the year, as you mentioned, which doesn't hurt. Um, And he's going to just put up ridiculous video game type strikeout numbers. So I I think it's seven to one. I think that's a good bet. Um, uh, Another guy, like I look, the numbers come down a little bit and I'm actually betting on his game today. Snell, you can never trust him and he walks too many guys, but he has been absolutely lights out the past, I don't know, six starts, which is, you know, a decent sample size where you start to believe that, you know, he's back to the form he was in a few years ago when he actually won one of these. But if I had to make a bet right now, it would be Strider. What is your bet on uh, Snell today specifically? I just went first five under four and a half between the Pirates and the Padres. Man, you look up and down that Padres lineup, and man, I could not have been more wrong about the Padres. I thought they'd win the division and have a chance to win it going away. I didn't believe in the Dodgers, and there's just it doesn't add up. There's just not a lot of empty spots in the lineup. There's a lot of dead weight. They they have a just a, a trouble scoring runs when they hit. They don't pitch and vice versa. So uh, Keller going for the Pirates. He's been pretty good. Regressed a little bit, but his walk numbers are great. His numbers just overall are solid and Snell, like I mentioned. I think it's last five starts, one earned run combined. Last six starts, two earned run combined. I mean, every every time out, it's no runs or, you know, occasionally gives up a run. It's 11, 12 strikeouts. Once he gets the walks under control, everything else falls into place. So I'm going to go under four and a half, first five there. And once again, baseball, I mean, one afternoon game at noon Eastern, uh, one game at four Eastern, nothing else. This doing? is a Wednesday. I, I don't know what's going on with the schedule. Monday and Tuesday, we had nothing. Last Friday, we had nothing. Throw us some games, please. This is a Wednesday. It's funny you said Wednesday used to be the day we could count on full day baseball. Right. Yeah. What are they doing? Makes no sense. Makes, Makes no, no sense. sense to me. Well, it's called Manfred right now. Though pick number two of your four, though, is one that you I you'll correct me if I'm wrong. Don't you play this every day at this point? The Yankees team total under? I do. I do. I, I tend to go bigger on the days where it doesn't hit for whatever reason. But uh, I mean, Yankees team total under when it's four and a half, four and a half is the trigger where, where I, I definitely go. They've been ticking it down a, a couple of the games where they're at home and you're not guaranteed the ninth at bat to three and a half, which makes it a little dicier, even though it went two and one in the, the couple games, the three games it was at home. They were at home against the Rangers this weekend. But I mean, just just look at the lineup. Just look at the names. I, I don't think people realize how bad Giancarlo Stanton has been. He is hitting 184. His on base is 244. He's slugging 621. Basically, it's like bitcher numbers. Um, and, and the the team, the lineup, the offense is built around him and Judge. Judge is out. Stanton might as well be out. There's really not a lot else there in terms of the offense. That really, I mean, without Judge, and and you could say, hey, Otani should be the MVP last uh, every year. He's healthy, but last year, I mean, you, you see the difference because this year they're one of the five worst offenses in baseball. They can't hit at all when judge isn't there. So under four and a half for the team total for the Yanks Sears, the former Yankee going against the numbers are okay, but uh, this is a team that just can't hit. And again, that's an, an Oakland ballpark with a lot of foul territory, great pitchers park. So I'll go under four and a half there and sad state of affairs for the Yankees. When yesterday they're minus minus one twenty-five against the A's today, they're minus one thirty-five. I mean, this is the Oakland A's, and the New York Yankees. This is a team that was on pace to lose 120 games. And they're basically uh, a coin flip here with the Yankees. I think you can still get the Yankees plus one sixty-five to miss the playoffs. To me, that's a good bet. Borchard had the athletics last night. He hit that plus money. Nice job by him. I'd be surprised if he didn't have him today uh, in this ball game, but I don't want to speak for him. 
Dodgers and Rockies, you're taking the over in this game. I know it's Kyle Freeland going for the Rockies. Not sure who's going for the Dodgers. Do you? I had it as Grove, but then they pulled it. So I don't know if that changes things. I'll probably be on the over regardless. I, I, obviously with these pitchers, if you get a pitching change, your bet cancels and you have to re-enter it or you don't have to you know, re-enter it at all, but it will be a, an automatic push if, if you get a pitching change. Um, but look, Freeland has given up a lot of hard contact. Grove's numbers for the Dodgers are just awful over 70 RA. All the advanced stats are bad too. And both these teams are in the bottom five in terms of the bullpen. And with these starters, I think you're going to be deep into the bullpen. So to me, this is a typical cores uh, beer league softball type of game where you get 14, 15 runs at 12, 12 and a half. This is being over be interested to see what this number post as once we get the, uh, the pitchers back up there and who goes for the Dodgers. But uh, I think this is an over regardless. Yeah, we should be clear. It refunds if you're listing pitchers right if you're if you're just if you're not listing pitchers then it's just action I, no i think with the total it's an automatic refund oh, with, with the, to- money with the line, total itself yes that's yes. true yep yeah with Always, the money line it's going to be yeah and just in general look because a lot of not a lot of new betters are just going to be you know betting baseball not necessarily in the in the old days you always listed pitchers the pitchers were sort of the default now you have and this is about two three years ago where this changed dramatically at least in nevada it did where it just went all, it just went unlisted. It was just team versus team, and pitchers weren't listed. You had to sort of opt in for that. So, um, yes, in terms right. of the total, it, it, though, it, that won't apply. Yeah, and certain times when you were new to offshores and you'd maybe make a phone call and they would ask you listed or action, like, what does that mean? But eventually you learn. But yeah, that's uh, and and if it's a drastic price, it does adjust the price. If you do action, it does adjust the price to the new pitcher. After the Shohei show last night in uh, in Anaheim, the White Sox and the Angels go at it again tonight. Lucas Giolito on the hill for the uh, Chai Sox. You have a prop bet regarding him. I am going to go under 17 and a half outs. You can get it plus 120 at DraftKings. His issue has always been walks, uh, and it's more pronounced on the road than at home for whatever reason. He's under two walks a game at home, but on the road, it's over four walks a game, and he strikes out a lot of guys. So if you add up the walks, the strikeouts, it's a lot of deep counts. So expecting him to clear six full innings, I think, is asking a lot, especially on the road. So uh, I will go with Giolito under 17 and a half outs, and to me, the plus plus money there, the plus 120 is the uh, is a tiebreaker there. So uh, I, I would just expect a lot of deep counts there for Giolito. So under the 17 and a half outs. And I really enjoy all these markets. It, it's, it's awesome. Boy, yeah, it is. I mean, you need more time in the day. You would love it. I don't know how much of this is available to you in Las Vegas, Nothing. but you could bet over under hits over under. I mean, you could, you could be there all day, you know, handicapping this stuff, looking for angles and still feel like you didn't cover everything, but it definitely gives you a lot of chances to find value. Well, we got nothing. I can't wait for a day when I live in a sport with legalized sports betting. Like it's going to be so great. So you can't bet under hits like for every look in the legal books here on the East coast, any player uh, you can bet over under a half a hit RBIs runs. You can't bet any of that stuff. You, out you there? think we have player hit props. Come on, man. No, you, yeah. You've not lived here before. Um, real because one of these, by the way, we you we text all the time about different kinds of prop bets. So there was an Arias. Will he hit? Will he be at four hundred by the All Star break? Prop bet somewhere. Uh, we looked at it last week, and it was it was plus three fifty on the yes, and we were sort of like we both sort of and we had Felica too. The consensus was we would need about plus six fifty at the time. I don't know where that number is right now, and I don't, I can't remember exactly where that prop bet was. Maybe you do, but what number would you require for that? He's hitting three ninety nine with. I'm going to guess it's ten games left. I'll check on that as you as you answer. 
Yeah. I mean, that was a week ago we talked and I was like, I'd probably need in the six to seven to one range to actually pull the trigger. Now that we're a week closer and he's still at three ninety nine, I don't know, probably five to one. I think that's worth a bet. Maybe even four to one. I'm starting to think he's going to hang in here and, and make a run at this. I don't think he'll ultimately do it. If he did do it, that would set up a fascinating MVP race yes, debate because would. Acuna's numbers are insane. I mean, that would really be uh, just a fascinating sort of, uh, you know, uh, you could make an, uh, an argument for either guy. I think Acuna would probably still win. I'm not sure. But uh, look at four or five to one. I mean, we're only, what, 10 games away, like you 12, said. I, 12 I games start- away. 12 to be exact. Yeah. But he's just, he's been consistent. And every time he dips down, he comes back. I'm starting to think this is a little more sustainable than I did a couple weeks ago. It's amazing because, you know, you figure he's 399. What do you need to hit every day to hit 400? 400. You got to go two for five, which, you know, for a mere mortal sounds, oh, you're not going to hit two for five every day. Are you kidding me? But with him, you're like, "Eh, that doesn't sound, (laughs) it doesn't sound so difficult because he like, and he mixes in enough five for fives where it balances it out. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's, it's, he's amazing. Again, here we are. At 399, and we are almost at July. We are almost at the All Star break. And you're right. That will be, if, if it comes down to it, Acuna stays healthy, uh, let's say, and he continues to perform as he is. If Arias is flirting with this, that will end up being the one of the most fascinating votes for an MVP that we will ever see. And again, my whole my whole bet on Arias is based on the fact that I think the 400 would win out in the end, but long way to go before that. You know what's key, too? He doesn't have a lot of power, so you don't walk him. You don't give him the Bonds treatment, so he gets his hits. He gets his hits. Plug away. Twitch.tv slash Network, 1 o'clock Eastern. Check it out. And I'm hosting Live Bet Saturday, 3 o'clock Eastern on Vison. Wilson Hilson, everybody, and not the Will Hill. Thank you, Will. Appreciate it. Coming back, Matt Brown on the Rocket Mortgage and his football plays of the year for the guide next. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. You know, Dame Lillard, either go or stay. Just make up your mind. Oh, sorry, we're on air. It's always football season here at VSEN, which is why we're giving you our 2023 NFL guide early. Our NFL betting guide will be released tomorrow and will help you get ahead of the upcoming NFL season with in depth profiles of every team, including advanced stats, proven betting systems, and proprietary betting trends, plus best bets on season win totals, futures, and props. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today for as low as $19. Before we release, we release rather the NFL betting guide tomorrow. All of that at vison.com slash subscribe. That's where you sign up, vison.com slash subscribe. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest, uh, not only a vison host, co-host of The Handle, and co-host of the greatest golf podcast there ever, is, uh, ever was, Long Shots, but also a former LSU baseball player. He is a national champion once again. It's Matt Brown, everybody. How you doing, Matt? Doing well, doing well. How's how's Wyatt doing? Filling in for old Kelly Bidlin over there. Uh, you know, we haven't had an incident yet. No, have, like uh, no incidents. Like, like like C plus B minus. What are we What are we doing? <laughs> I would give I, myself a, a B minus because wow. there's always room for improvement. But I haven't screwed up anything yet. Self grading. You, you know where you're an A plus, Wyatt, and that's in the hair product game, my friend. Nobody wears more hair product at the network. And listen, Gil, you know you worked with me for a long time. I, I do oh. the hair product myself, but nobody. Nobody invests in the hair product more than why I don't, I don't like it to must go through a tub a week. I mean, must go through a tub a week. That guy, the tribesmen like myself, we just roll out of the shower, but Matt Brown. (laughs) Oh my God. It's a whole process. uh, Yeah. You got to get a little thing, but, but Wyatt, he's going through a tub, at least a tub a week. Yeah. (laughs) Over there. When I, when I, when I get the, the products, the heart up, the hardest gel you can find. 
Good to know. We have a lot of golf and football to get to, but first I want to yeah. get to this tweet, Matt. Congratulations on LSU's college baseball championship, but you took a very humorous shot sort of randomly on Twitter. You said, I've had the great fortune of having my school win multiple national titles across different major sports in my lifetime and never gets old, and a feeling I truly hope all the Texas A&M fans out there never get to experience. Why are you picking on them? Look, uh, uh, most of my friends stayed in state. Most of us went, went to LSU. I did have two of my friends randomly go over to Texas A&M. I, I, it was just a weird deal where they decided to kind of break away from the group. So they went over to A&M. And then also, Gil, you know, they come into the SEC. They have all these. Listen, if you've never been over to College Station, they have ridiculous facilities. The stadium is crazy good. We know the amount of money that they spend, not only on coaching, but on every single thing else in it end of the day ends up with nothing for them. They get absolutely nothing. They do not see the fruits of their labor when it comes to the money and all the things that they have over there. And so just a fun little jab at this school that came into the sec, who probably thought they were going to just move right on in and have a ton of success. And, and so far, not so good. Well, I asked, there's my answer. Yeah. There, there it, it is. is. Okay. There it is. We got to do these rapid fire. Cause I want to get your rocket, uh, rocket mortgage, classic thoughts mm-hmm. as well. The, uh, the truncated version, you'll hear the full version on the long shots podcast. By the way, you guys do not promote that podcast nearly enough. It never gets any promotion. I should point that out. Um, <laughs> okay. NFL from the guide. Yeah. Uh, you have a Bryce young prop that you like. Yeah, I, I like Bryce Young a pretty good bit to go over the 3,500 and a half passing yards. And it's one of those deals where we've already cleared the first hurdle, Gil, which is he has been named the starter and he's been named the starter early on in camp. And so that is very good for us. We're not having to worry about whether we're going to only get 13 or 14 games, at least from a starter standpoint. Now, the injury situation, that can, that always is a factor. So I'm not going to not going to go there, but at least we just know he is the starter. and We don't have to worry about him not having the job there in week one. And then you kind of get the reports and I understand this is the season for everybody looks amazing and everything looks great. And all of these beat writers don't want to lose access to the team. And so it's the greatest everyone's ever looked and you know, everyone's in the best shape ever. But that being said, you're getting the reports that he's already developed an early rapport with Adam Thielen. Who's basically just doing dirty work over the middle. He could be a security blanket for him. You hear Terrace Marshall, who by the way, a name that you hadn't thought about in a while because he's kind of been a bust the first couple mm-hmm. of years, but the, the guys are saying like, look, he has a clear, clear starter role now for this team and has taken it very seriously and has looked really good in camp so far as well. And they brought back DJ Chark in there. You got Miles Sanders as well as a kind of a little backup there. And then by the way, an underrated under the radar signing, they got Hayden Hurst as well at the tight end position. And so you take a look and if, if, if the guy can go, you know, Gil, if he can go all 17 games, which again, we you know, we, we don't expect him to go all 17 games, nicks and bruises and things like that, but all 17 games, that's only 206 yards a game to get over, to, to get over the 3,500 yard. Now, if he goes 16 games, it's about 218. If he goes 15 games, it's still only 233. And if we look of all the starters last year that played it, that's that, that started at least 15 games, only four quarterbacks didn't average 233 yards per game. And that's because again, we're just in a passing league now. And so I, I see it very tough for him not to get there. So long as we don't lose him to some sort of a, a big injury somewhere along the way. All right. 3,500 and a half passing yards for Bryce young, Matt going over on that. Uh, and then you are not someone who has been shy of taking a really low season win total and then pounding the under. You did it with the yeah. Houston Texans famously a couple years ago. You're doing the same with the Cardinals. Yeah, I think that 
there's a pretty decent chance. And I think like when I say pretty decent chance, like a 90% chance that they're going to be the worst team in the NFL this year. I think that there's just enough on that Texans team. And then you factor in the division that they play in that they're going to sneak a couple of wins. I think that people don't expect them to get, but the Cardinals, man, like we know for sure, they're not going to have Kyler to begin the year. We know that Deandre Hopkins is out of there as well. I think that there's at least a non-zero chance that they are so bad that at a, there's a real decision to be made, whether you even bring Kyler Murray back or not, because Gil, I know this is way we're doing like way too early previews of this season, way too early preview of the draft next year. But like, (laughs) it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be very, very, very top heavy at the quarterback position with Caleb Williams and Drake may. And we're looking at a team in the Cardinals that if the Texans end up being the, the second worst team and the Cardinals are in fact the worst team, we could have one of the craziest situations we've had in a very long time. I wish the Cardinals have the number one and the number two overall pick in the draft in which they will then have the, the like the decision of, of a light, the, like the dream decision, right? Mm-hmm. Do we stick with Kyler Murray? Yeah. Do we get rid of Kyler Murray? Do we draft Caleb Williams? We still have the number two pick that we could trade away for a King's ransom. If somebody wants Drake may or whoever maybe sneaks up or like, I think that this franchise is kind of set up to at least be looking kind of two, three years down the road right here. And so I do wonder if we always talk about this, Gil, you, you, you say this a ton, look, the players are going to play hard, but the, the, the front office and the GMs and the coaches and things that are kind of in on the long game here can certainly put it in a, in a tough spot for them to win for sure. And I think that, you know, that might even be going to Kyler Murray and saying, Hey, look, we're already one in seven, bud. Let, let's not bring you back for absolutely no reason. And, and just have you take a chance on getting hurt. So I think at least there's a non-zero chance that he didn't play at all. And the Cardinals go mm. as the uh, worst team in the NFL. Interesting. That is, that is not a scenario I had envisioned. I would figure if they were getting the first or second pick or both, that they would move on from him. But I can understand that scenario as well. Now, uh, the betting guide is out tomorrow. Matt has a couple division plays, one of which the NFC West may surprise you. Going to point you to the guide to get that. We are short on time here, so I want to get some thoughts on the Rocket Mortgage Classic. We have a few minutes. Your thoughts as we run up to the Open Championship. Yeah, this is a tournament that I don't, these are the type of terms I don't get incredibly excited about mainly because it's going to play super easy. It's played super easy the last four years. And what that does is just basically make it open for just about anybody in the field. And I 156 golfers. So no, 156 golfers don't actually have a chance to win this thing, but it opens up way, way, way the window for one of these guys down in the middle to really get going. Gil, I mean, listen, the the thing about all these guys on the PGA tour, which I I'm sure people know out there, but if you're not quite up on the PGA tour, all these guys are really, really good at golf. Like they're really amazing at golf. And so the great equalizer is how hard the courses are. And then that's where the cream really rises to the top. Well, when you get a course like this, that's super flat, super easy. It's not penal. Whenever you miss the fairway on drives, it looks like it's going to be a driver wedge contest. And then once you get on the green, who can make the most putts, it it opens it up to a ton of different people. So I just didn't play the top of the board at all. I just went a little bit further down then got into the middle and just went for guys that, that listen, like I said, driver wedge, and let's get, try to get hot with the putter from there. But those are the guys that I ended up on this week, Cam Davis, Benny on Joseph Bramlett, Sam Stevens, Alex Smalley, and then Will Gordon are all guys that really just fit that exact mold, right? It's like big drives, pretty good with the wedges. And I'm going to pray that they can get hot for four days with the putter, because at the end of the day, it's going to be the guy that ends up making the most putts here that wins this tournament. And we saw that last week where it was easy scoring conditions. Keegan Bradley was just on fire with the putter. And that was what 
actually separated him from the field. I mean, we had two other guys shoot 20 under in that tournament, but Keegan goes for 23 because he just ended up making the most amount of putts. And so that's kind of where I'm at this week. I'm not playing the top of the board. I started at 35. I went all the way to 125 to one. And that's kind of where I'm going to be living this week. Someone said 30 under might win this. You don't believe that, do you? I mean, listen, after seeing 23 last week and this course is supposed to play even easier. I mean, I know I like, I mean, mid twenties for sure. I think is like going to need to be your goal if you're going to try to win this thing. So again, I'm not saying don't bet Ricky or Finau or or Morikawa or any of those guys. I'm not saying don't do it. What I am saying though, is that it is a lot. It is a lot closer with the middle of the pack now because of the course conditions. Yeah. Coming off a U.S. Open that was not U.S. Open-y either, right? Like I, I right. long for the tournaments that you win two under par, that kind of thing. Uh, Matt, <laughs> always a pleasure, man. Congratulations again on LSU. Former LSU pitcher, everybody should know. He's very modest about it. Matt Brown, everybody. For all of a semester. Yes, yes. For, for, all for one, yeah. se- <laughs> one more semester than the rest of us, Matt. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have Matt, a good one. Matt Brown, co-host of The Handle and of Long Shots, of course, the greatest podcast there ever was. Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards eligibility. Restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the uh, feedback. Mike Alvarez, uh, oh, talking about the uh, the Tour de France... uh, 
uh, side that we had with uh, Drew Dinsick earlier. He said, I was told there would be no spelling during the special football kickoff week. We did not anticipate the Tour de France aside. We did not. What was the guy's name? Do you remember? It sounded like he had a lot of vowels in his name. <laughs> okay. He's Danish. No. Uh, yes. Yes. Danish. From Denmark. Yeah. Yeah. Danish. There we go. Come on, Wyatt. Is that going to be on the picks page, by the way? Beason.com slash picks? <laughs> Wyatt's looking at me. I, I don't even know where to start, <laughs> how to spell the guy's name to know if I got it right. All right. He spelled it, man. Touchdown, Jesus. Uh, interesting note regarding the alt over possibilities. Did you know Mike Tomlin has never finished under 500? I did not. Uh, Mike Stacks, last winless team, Arizona plus 400, and last undefeated team, he's got the Chargers at 15 to 1 at DraftKings. Bill Hooker, is there a good Hamburg, Germany? <laughs> there's a there's a uh, tennis tournament, bad Hamburg. He's always asking, uh, is there a good Hamburg there? I see what you're saying. Uh, Chris, Chris Welko, segment with Will Hill was priceless as always. However, his content proves that Nevada Sportsbook offering is about two to three years behind all states with legalized sports betting and about 20 years behind Europe and the rest of the world. What's the reason? Oh, Chris, man, if I could tell you. I mean, one of the things that they say is that the technology is such that it does not allow them an easy sort of transition. Now, I don't know how that applies to apps, quite frankly, but maybe it has to do with the fact that they don't want something on the app that they don't have available in-house. I don't know. You'd have to ask each individual operator. But let's just say it is a, uh, it's a malaise, to use the old Jimmy Carter word, if, uh, for those of a certain age. It's one big malaise, and it's, uh, that's why I keep, I keep making the joke. If I could only live in a uh, state with legalized sports betting. That would be something. By the way, apologies on the tennis play. I took a shot at Harriet Dart at plus 292 against uh, Yelena Ostapenko. Uh, Dart's grass numbers are great. She didn't get there, and sadly, the total didn't either. It ended up at 19. She just needed one more game in the second set. She ends up losing 6-3, 6-4. She had to get the five games in the second set. So not a fun morning in terms of that. We'll see if Jason Weingarten can make it a little more fun. He joins us from under a cloud of smoke somewhere in Southern California. Talk about all the things he's betting today and throughout the night. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good. How's it going? Going very well. Would you like to share with folks some of the things you were betting on last night? Um, betting on the FIBA Asian Championship basketball uh, cup. I don't know exactly what it's uh, what it's called, but I was betting on the Philippines against Taiwan because the Philippines, this is women's basketball, by the way, um, Philippines sure. is getting 16 and a half points. And I just didn't understand that line. I, I, I don't know a ton about Asian women's basketball. Like I can you know admit that, but like I told you, I don't understand how a nation of 113 million people is a 16 point underdog versus a nation of 23 million people. When you just assume the basketball playing populations you know, or the subpopulations of the women, you'd assume the nation with 113 million people would have slightly better basketball players. But, uh, you know, again, I, I don't know a lot about this stuff. I just took the 16 points, and they won outright, so it was, it was cool. But Yeah, you, um, you did a little. Yeah. For, the, for those who think, by the way, oh, he just does it by population, soccernomics is all based on that, right? That whole book was based on that with international soccer. So you just uh, you, you reapplied it. You repurposed it, if you will. Yeah, and I mean, I don't, uh, you know, I don't spend a ton of time like, like I didn't know this game existed, you know, until I bet it. So, yeah, these are just kind of fun exercises. And then after that, it was China versus South Korea. Um, my friend Tommy pointed out that I said, uh, I was like, oh, you know, 
uh, China versus South Korea. That's a rivalry game. And then I said, oh, well, there's Japan versus Australia. That's also kind of a rivalry game. And he's like, well, isn't every game in, in the Asia Cup basically a rivalry game? Um, and that's, that's one of the reasons I love this tournament is everything. You know, I got 28 points, plus 28 with South Korea versus China. That was a fun game. I, yeah. I actually slept through the end of it, but you know, nice win there. It, ser- it serves you to know your history as well when you uh, can define rivalry games as well. Um, what about? It's the first time I've ever got to apply my history degree to sports. I love it. <laughs> That's right. All right. So, what do you like in baseball today? You do have one play, I see. Yeah, I like the Guardians today. Uh, they beat they beat the uh, what's it, the Royals yesterday. They get them again today. Um, I'm pretty bullish on the Guardians going into the second half of the season. I mentioned this last week. They're 134 today. It's Logan Allen versus Austin Cox, both uh, lefties on the mound, but. Uh, I am very bullish on the Guardians. I've watched the Twins the last week or so. I thought they were in a really good spot to take a couple games from the Braves, with the Braves coming off that really physical series against Cincinnati this weekend. And I'm just super unimpressed with the Twins. They strike out the most in baseball. Like, they're pitching. Don't, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. Their starting pitching is excellent. Um, a lot of teams can't say that right now. But the Twins, like, I feel like we've seen them as, as good as they are and then what they are as a 500 team. I think the uh, the Guardians have room to improve, and I think they're going to win this division down the stretch. Is there so you would make a division bet on them at this point? Yeah, I bet them last week. They're still over two to one. Um, you know, it's not it's not super exciting. Sometimes as the season goes on, you're expecting to get big odds on stuff, and you're like, well, I don't really want to take two to one. Um, but but I do think they are the best team in the AL Central, and they will be the best team over the, the entire you know season. Uh, the Twins just, I don't like them. Guardians plus 210 at DraftKings to win the American League Central as we approach the All-Star break and uh, are rounding the midway point of the season right now. And you like them today, just to clarify, yes? Yeah, I like them today, too. I really, I was really impressed with Gavin Williams yesterday. I, I, I think he's going to be a big addition to that rotation in the second half of the season. Okay. You and I, uh, I started the show today talking about uh, American League Cy Young, but more specifically, I talked about NL Cy Young, talked about Tom Tango's point system and how right now he sees the most value in the National League actually on Marcus Stroman. He's got him as his number one point totaling uh, starting pitcher. Marcus Stroman is 20 to one to win the NL Cy Young. I said to you, I said, I like Spencer Strider. Like, I think plus 750 on Spencer Strider. My my actual line to you was, how is Spencer Strider plus 750? You, you in, in, in sort of vintage Jason fashion, said to me, you're not wrong. On the other hand, that's your way of saying, I'm not necessarily right either. Is that correct? I mean, it, it reminded me of the situation you were in last year where you kept betting the Atlanta Braves to, to beat the Mets for the yeah. division every day down the stretch. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you take a similar approach like that, you might end up with a really big position on Strider, and he very likely could be there in the end. You know, especially when you look at his strikeout numbers and everything, um, it's clear, you know, like, like what, what's there not to like? The, uh, the only thing I, I've pointed out, like, the last couple of weeks or so, is I've noticed month to month his home run totals are going up, you know, a little bit. So maybe he's becoming a little more hittable. But the strikeout range, the strikeout rate is consistent. You know, he's he's just mowing people down. So what I wanted to look at this week, I haven't done it yet. I'm going to do it today. The article should be out tomorrow for Vison. Um, I want to look at how strikeout leaders, how they fare in Cy Young voting, say over the last 10 or 15 years. Do you think 
Like, what do you think the correlation is between leading the league in strikeouts and leading the Cy Young? If you lead the league in strikeouts, do you automatically win the Cy Young? I'm not sure. Actually. No, no, I'm I'm look, I don't. I don't think it's that heavy of a correlation. I could be wrong, but because, that's my guess. And, and the reason, the reason I, 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 I sort of lean with you there is like it makes me think of Nolan Ryan. Right. Like Nolan Ryan would have like 300 strikeouts, and who cared? You know. So, so I got to look at this a little more. And also, I don't know. You know how how much does comparing the the, the uh, the modern Cy Young voting to Nolan Ryan matter, but I'm going to look at like the last 10, 15 years. We'll see what I come up with. Yeah. Great minds. I, I that's who I compared him to earlier. I said uh, his profile really does kind of match something that Nolan Ryan would have had in the past, you know, just in terms of the high K rate, by the way, Nolan Ryan topping out at 383 strikeouts uh, at his, uh, at his peak, which is just, you and know, he didn't win the Cy Young that year, did he? Uh, I don't believe that he did. Can you because... imagine if, if we had this show that year? Kill yes, oh. 380 strikeouts. How is he not Cy Young? We'd be betting it. Well, not only that, did did Nolan Ryan ever win a Cy Young? I don't. I don't believe he did. I, I don't believe he did. Yeah, he never never won a Cy Young. Most... Can you imagine like uh. arguing about having 380 strikeouts and not winning the Cy Young? Our heads would explode. Yes, they would. Never won a Cy Young, has the most no-hitters in the history of baseball. Oh, by the way, the most one-hitters, two-hitters, and two-hitters also. It's amazing. Nolan Ryan Doc is great, by the way. Facing Nolan. Check it out on Netflix. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it, man. Talk to you later. Always fun. Talk Friday. Jason Weingarten, everybody, from Under a Cloud of Smoke. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 